Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another ISEC in Sri Lanka podcast uh, through the eyes of a trendsetter. Um, we're back uh, with, an, with, a, with a great fun today. And actually, today's session and today's episode is, is quite different. Um, so it's about uh, bringing in influences. It's about bringing in people from different walks of life who have a story uh, and who have something very remarkable to share with you. Um, so throughout this, uh, throughout the podcast and throughout uh, this entire program, I think the important thing that we've shared about is how uh, different people from different walks of life have demonstrated leadership uh, and how they have been able to carry uh, themselves out throughout the hard, hardships and throughout uh, these different facets of life. Uh, and, you know, for me, like being a host in this program has always been essentially very important because I get to meet very inspiring people and I get to talk about their journey and ask a few important questions that I think would intrigue all of us here. Um, so today's uh, episode um, talks about the theme, Let Your Voice Be Heard. Uh, and the guest speaker is is one uh, person that I've been looking forward to a lot uh, to have a conversation with throughout this program. Uh, and she's none other than Ms. Pandeen Jai Singh, who is uh, currently the Managing Director of Institute of Essential Studies, a President Award winner, uh, TV personality, a leading news anchor, uh, entrepreneur and corporate trainer. Uh, Ms. Bernadine, um, thank you very much for accepting our invitation and uh, for being a part of this program with us. Thank you very much, Arfan. Uh, thank you for that kind introduction and thank you for having me as well. Wonderful. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be your moderator, Arfan Azar, uh, National Director for Incoming Global Talent of Isaac Sri Lanka. And with that, uh, we're going to move right into the podcast. I don't want to take too much time on the introduction, but I want to get into those good questions. Um, uh, so, Bernadine, let's start off the podcast by talking about your childhood and your school life. Um, I want to know because uh, I think uh, for all of my guests that we've brought on so far, we've talked, we've covered their childhood and we've covered how school has been for them as well. So it was really nice to know like how your school life was and how was Bernadine as a child. Um, and can you share some of those memorable incidents in your younger self uh, with the audience? I think those are things that people would not essentially know about you, uh, but we would really love to know how childhood was and how was uh, the early school days. Thank you for that question, Arfan. Yes, I went to St. Bishop's Convent, Columbus 7. I would definitely say that school laid a great foundation to my life, from values to qualities to sports to everything I do right now. Uh, childhood, um, I won't say that uh, my childhood was a very easy journey or a period of time. Anyone who knows me closely knows how challenging it was. Uh, normally, like I think even you said that most of the people know about my childhood. I don't think I have spoken about my childhood at any of the forums, actually, because I tend to talk about more about communication and all other areas, but not about my childhood. But because you asked, I would say, um, because... Uh, I, uh, my father passed away at, when I was in grade three, and it was a complete twist in my whole life because that was something that we never expected, never thought of, never imagined. So my life after grade three was a complete different, uh, you know, thing in school. Like even like my mother wanted me to like stop most of the sports I used to do in school. And she used to ask me, uh, you know, to change my whole lifestyle because we have to adapt to it. Uh, but then... Um, Something I always told myself was I used to love sports and I didn't want to change my lifestyle in that way. So I kept doing, I, you know, tried my level best to do what I always wanted to do in school as well. So, but with all the challenges I had faced in my childhood, um, I think who I am today is because of uh, the love the guidance and the protection I've received from my mother, and especially uh, the self-motivation I had within me. 
I used to support uh, many people and enjoyed witnessing the growth of others uh, from childhood. And that helped me to grow uh, more with experience. And uh, talking about uh, Bernadine as a child, I would say that I was highly into sports, as I mentioned before, very naughty. And uh, believe it or not, uh, I was shy. Uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes I. it's funny that... Uh, Certain people who were in my classes uh, when I was in school, when I meet them, they just look at me and go like, you talk now? Like those days, there was a time that I didn't talk much. Uh, but I would say it's very situational, you know, like, uh, you know, different periods of time. Uh, I was a bit different, uh, shy, very talkative, very naughty, then again, shy, very reserved. So to the world, I would say I'm an extrovert. But in reality, I would say I'm a kind of an introvert as well. So again, um, in, during my childhood, uh, I was too confident. Uh, and it's a mix of uh, many characteristics, I would say. And I loved exploring and I always tried to do what my heart said. And most importantly, uh, something I think I can, I can summarize everything in one story, maybe. Uh, that would be when I was... Um, very small, I think maybe three years or so, uh, we went to this particular hotel and uh, I, I didn't know how to swim. I don't know how to swim at that, like I didn't know how to swim at that time. And my mother just wanted to, like, you know, she got me dressed up in my little swimsuit and she kept me, uh, you know, and she asked me, don't move. So she wanted to, uh, you know, pack all the stuff. So when someone says, don't move, you know, what comes in my mind or what pleases my, in my mind is like, move, 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 <laughs> right? So I decided to, you know, go out and then I just went out of the changing room. I, I still remember people talking about it, like where I saw the swimming pool and I saw all the adults jumping into the pool and I thought if they can jump into the pool, why not? And uh Knowing that, you know, like my mom's plan was just to make sure that I am being put into the baby pool. Uh, and even there, she wanted to, you know, take care of me because I'm not, I haven't experienced it before. What I did was I went and I jumped into the, uh, you know, deep end while all the other adults also, you know, jumped into the pool. And, uh, you know, what happened? <laughs> I drowned. So the thing is, uh, the funny thing is, the style of drowning, like I've watched uh, movies and I've watched uh, Discovery to all those documentaries. So I've seen how people swim. So I was dying, but then I didn't, I wanted to survive. So I was somehow kicking and using my hands and I ended up moving. So the people around the pool thought that I'm swimming. Right? Oh. And people had thought, oh, my gosh, she's like three years and she's swimming so fast. And, you know, everyone started applauding. Whereas my mother comes running and saying that, you know, she can't swim. So I was taken out and obviously I was almost dead. But uh, later on, uh, again, because everyone's watching me, I have told, you know, can you put me back to the pool so I can hold that thingy and start kicking. So people will not, uh, you know, think that I was drowning because I was feeling so awkward. So mm-hmm. I think it all sums up to a very too confident personality, wants to try out things and uh, doesn't want to give up as well. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of uh, the listeners can actually take something from that uh, in the sense that sometimes it's... Uh, 
okay uh, to not really uh, be an expert at something, but just to have that courage and, and go and try it. Um, but I mean, like uh, just an extension of that question. Now you talked about being an introvert at school and somehow finding yourself being an extrovert. And, you know, when you had to communicate with people and uh, when you had to um, be a public speaker as well. So how I, I just want to know how that transition was like from becoming an introvert to going to an extrovert. And how was it? How how was it challenging? Because I know a lot of young people today, many of them are introverts, and they have this challenge as to like the people really the, the conversations that I have with people, they fear talking to people, they fear communication, they fear public speaking. So in a sense for you, how was that transition like? And um, I mean, if you could just share some light on that, uh, it, it would be really nice. Definitely, Arpan. Like before moving to that question, maybe I want to touch upon something that you mentioned. You said that uh, looking at that, like, you know, like you don't have to be an expert to, you know, start mm-hmm. it. Brilliant, brilliant line. Because I really believe it. You don't have to be perfect to start. You don't have to be a, you know, and you don't have to be an expert to start. But uh, something that I want you to believe, even through my story, what you can understand is, uh, but it's always good to do some analysis and understanding and then jump into the waters because in case if there weren't someone to save me that day I might have been drowned but uh, mm-hmm. but then the good thing is that it's always good to explore because those are going to be memories in your life because when it comes to positive thinking I always love saying that there's nothing impossible if you really want to succeed right mm-hmm. and do you believe in it Arfan? Yeah 100% Yes. So a lot of people think that when we say there's nothing impossible if you really want to do it, a lot of people think that, you know, it's it's like, you know, they think that we say it for the sake of saying. And when when they start doing it, they realize how hard it is. And they you know, keep on saying like, okay, I think because they did it that they are saying it. But mm-hmm. um, one quick story I want to share with you is like, if, you know, see, if you want to climb a, a mountain, imagine you climb the mountain and you want to fly, right? And then you say, there's nothing impossible. If I want to fly, I can fly. And if you jump off that mountain, with that courage and the confidence and the belief in you, definitely you'll fly. That is how you go and knock your head on the ground and you fly to heaven. Right? Mm-hmm. And now, that doesn't mean that even if you want, you can't fly. But if you go onto the top of the mountain and tell that you want to fly and there isn't anything, uh, you know, nothing's impossible, but you figure out ways how to fly. Right. You can either go in an airplane, you can go in a helicopter, you can do skydiving and you can even get all the tools and the equipment that you can use and you can jump off that mountain with guidance. Mm-hmm. And no one in this world can just do it uh, without guidance. Sometimes you need practice. Sometimes you need a lot of dedication and skydiving is not easy. You have to find ways to, yeah, you have to find ways to uh, be courageous confident come out of that so that is where we have to say there isn't like you know there's nothing impossible but to do that you know the impossible there's so much of investment of time knowledge experience hard work commitment belief so many things so that's what I want most of uh, you who is watching right here from Arfan to every single soul, you know, listening to us or watching us to understand. So if you have a dream or a goal or a target, you can achieve it, but it takes time, 
But again, if you want to do it fast, you can do it fast. But what matters is how much of time you're planning to invest in. So with that, I would like to cross on uh, cross over to the question you asked about uh, introvert and extrovert, right? So see, the reality is we really need to listen to our hearts and figure out who we really are. Because most of us, we really forget to ask who do we really want to be? Who are we? Who is Bernadine? Who is Arfan? Like, who am I? Like, truly, who am I? But what happens is we, we define ourselves according to our society. We define ourselves according to Google, according to social media, according to what society wants. But we don't sometimes we forget to give some time to realize who we are, what do we want to do, and why are we born, what is the purpose of our life. So when we do that, we will really figure out whether we are an extrovert or an introvert, right? I've, I've had this discussion with so many people. A lot of extroverts, we think, are not extroverts. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I had a very good friend. Of anyone who sees him, you know, will say that he's an extrovert. But the reality is he is an extrovert according to his work, but he's an introvert. Mm-hmm. Like I've met so many. Good example, me. Uh, yes, I am. I, I, I love people. I love people. I love talking to them. But there are moments where you have your introvert, you know, particular area. So first of all, you need to understand that. And then even if you're a complete introvert, right, complete introvert, like you don't want to talk to people, you don't want to go in front of an audience. Again, what we need to understand is according to your target and goal in your life, do you need to be an extrovert? And if that is needed for work, we have to find ways to come out of that and be an extrovert for your work. And that doesn't mean you have to change your whole qualities and, you know, change your habits and extremely be an extrovert. You can't do that. That means you're changing your life for to match the society. And I don't want that to happen. Right. Maybe during the course of the day, I'll give you tips. Only thing is how to be an extrovert. It's about practice. It's about trying. It's not going to be easy. I can I can tell, you know, trust me, you know, uh, practice and, you know, do it. And definitely, mm-hmm. be like, uh, it's easy for you to say, but it's hard for us to do. And that happened to me, right? One of the university students, while I was doing a lecture, uh, I used to tell, just trust me, believe me, come and do a speech. And, uh, you know, he, in a nice way, he used to tell me, uh, miss you tell, but we have to do it, mm-hmm. Right. So it's easy for me to see and just go away. But when you're doing it, you're the one who's uh, going to face the humiliation. You're the one who's going to, uh, you know, face all those uh, tough times. So quick tips would be um, analyze yourself, discover yourself, discover your personality. You know, there's this uh, type 16 personalities on Google. Mm -hmm. There's a free test. You'll figure out what kind of a personality you are. And then uh, to be an extrovert, it's all about experience and practice. So go out, uh, you know, go first start with your friends and loved ones, have a mentor and, uh, you know, keep working on it. You will do it because uh, I remember uh, at a particular. OK, I'll be very honest. I'm, I'm being too honest on this platform today. <laughs> <laughs> I think only I think only around hundred people know the story who were there, but I don't know whether they will remember uh, whether that it was me, right? Because I used to look a little bit different those days. So, but she mm-hmm. was idle, 
you know, like how I want to achieve as idol. Uh, I, I, I got marks from, uh, you know, I, I kind of got the best marks for business personality, for all the other competitions. But to be the achievers idol, you have to uh, get the highest marks from business personality to business presentations, your exam marks to your questions. And again, you have to get the best marks for talent. And now talent mm-hmm. is all about singing or dancing or something. Now, I can't sing at all. <laughs> Right, so my friends and you know the management they convinced me that I participate, and they said, you know, you can win this. But even though you can't sing, sing at least you uh, get to top hundred or fifty or something, so you can just do something and figure out so you can go for finals. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I had to sing, and I was so shy, I was so scared, I was scared what people will think. I asked whether the audience can go out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's only me and the judges, right? And 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 actually, my friends made them go out. I remember that. Oh my god! So, so imagine that shy I was at that point. So it's all situational, and people will be like that. So you might be the worst right now. You might be the shy person. You might be the worst speaker. You might be the worst employee. You might be the worst eye-sacker or you might be the worst uh, uh, citizen a country or a world could even think of. But you can be the best tomorrow if you start working mm-hmm. on it. So that's something mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, uh, truly, like I would, uh, I, I don't think I could like say it in any other way. Um, uh, as you said, like it's always important to have a vision. It's always important to dream about something, but it's about how it's about the result of you achieving that. That dream is the effort and the hard work you put into it. So I think yes, totally one hundred percent. I agree with everything you said, and that was a very interesting way to start the podcast. All right. Um, so, Marilyn, you have uh, you talked about Achievers Idol, so I was going to come into this. Uh, so, you you won Achievers Idol, and you have you've become one of the most distinguished uh, Toastmasters in the world, and also in the, in the country. And you're very renowned as a communicator, uh, as a person who has like become a trendsetter in that area. Um, so, what I want to know is like, uh, how was that journey um, in terms of coming to that place? Because uh, in your school day, you said that you were a, you were a fun, you were an introvert, but you were a confident, shy girl. And coming to that stage, coming to that platform where you had to uh, win Achievers Idol, JCI uh, World Public Speaking Championship, so all of these things, and the acclaim that you have brought to yourself as a communicator, how how did you identify that path? Uh, how were you able to master it? And what has your career led up to this point? Uh, I want to know a bit about those uh, details as well. Uh, thank you for your kind words. I think I'm a person who doesn't take the titles or the achievements to my head. Uh, mm-hmm. because, uh, <laughs> because, but, uh, but like when I achieve something or receive something, I always ask myself, uh, how can I give back to the society and the people around me? Uh, because I believe that uh, we receive for a reason and that's to support, motivate and rise together. So I think I think that's that's one uh, reason which uh, you know me, I think I think that habit uh, pushed me to this career. So I think my mm-hmm. habits and the things I used to do uh, may like at the end of the day it became my profession, like lecturing to teaching to corporate training to everything. And I love speaking. You can see that I talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. So I think that that kind of uh, you know pushed into the industry as well. So to answer your question. Um, See, uh, a girl with a lot of dreams, uh, 
how how did I evolve to the person who am I today? Uh, I would say I believed in myself and kept going. Uh, even when I when everyone said that it's not possible, I wanted to keep trying because it's not uh, easy. Everyone has their own battles to conquer, and uh, you know you need to. Uh, what I believe is uh, you need to keep going. And at the end of the day, you need to ask yourself, who do you really want to be, and keep working hard on those. So. Uh, you 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 were talking about few uh, you know titles right and i would mm-hmm. say none of those things were achieved easily and one thing in my life i would say is that uh, you know i have never got anything in my life easily right mm-hmm. i think i think uh, i had yeah i had never got anything easily and it's a lot of hard work a lot of sacrifices a lot of compromises compromising and i think uh, so much of uh, i think i have invested so much of time and i have learned a lot of things from people and i'm glad that a lot of people uh, you know believed in me uh, supported me and encouraged me and with that i wanted to tell you one thing the words you know the words we speak or the words you use words you say has a lot of power to depress someone mm-hmm. to put someone down and to destroy someone similarly the words you speak the words you say the words you put out has so much of power to encourage someone to motivate someone or persuade someone and change their lives so i believe that we need to use words in a way that we can do something amazing to people that motivate people and change their lives so that i think that's the responsibility of each and every one of us because i told you that we're born for a reason and that mm-hmm. reason should be something that we do something great for others so all of us can live in a you know better world so how i um, conquered would be i would say uh, definitely not letting go definitely not giving up because i remember i started with six chairs okay i have so many stories right i know it's very funny like when i when i go somewhere someone asks what, what do you do right what's your profession right randomly you meet someone from another country or somewhere so i look at them and i think which profession should i tell <laughs> <laughs> so because i can't be reading a bio data there uh, so I, i i kind of change from person to person so in case uh, uh, sometimes i say i'm a lecturer another person i would say a corporate trainer for another person i would say i'm from media <laughs> so it, it changes so i like again if we dive into the industries i have stories from all those areas i think i have a lot of stories i'm not going to like give you a hard time arpan so uh, <laughs> Uh, any particular uh, like side you want to talk about then okay. i can uh all right um so i would love to know about uh, how public speaking kind of came into the uh, thing uh because uh, i think a lot of young people now they find themselves like doing a lot of public speaking here and they're becoming communicators so i, I think that would be a good one definitely so i think all my industry is boiled down to uh, public speaking as well because there's one focus like everything so public mm-hmm. speaking again i would say um i would say i honestly never thought that you know i'm going to go from that side right it's something that i uh, i like talking right and then, <laughs> and then i think uh, i think because of that one again the other thing is you know sometimes in something uh, 
you know, like presentations and all. Uh, you know, some, I tend to, you know, help people. And then sometimes when someone gets scared, I have to do it. So different, different ways that I've been put into. But uh, one thing I would say, to be very honest with you, I won't say that I was the most confident person at the beginning. I was so scared even to make a PowerPoint presentation. I still remember my first uh, proper a proper presentation was again at Achievers Idol. I won't say when because then you'll get to my age. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, that was my first proper business presentation, right? And you won't believe like how uh, nervous I was to figure out, you know, how to put a presentation together and how to easy to read the slides or, you know, to improvise or easy to elaborate on points. So, so many things. But very long story short, I want to tell you, uh, there might be uh, reasons, there might be, uh, you have to first of all ask yourself if you're scared, why? So I'll come to that. I'll quickly share my story. Maybe media story will go in line with what, uh, you know, public mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, because public speaking, I want you to understand, don't think that you're going to deliver a speech. I, I want you to always speak your heart out. It's not about dramatic movements. It's about, uh, it's not about, uh, you know, um, imitating someone. I, I would love, you know, even my students at my academy to the university students to all anyone I meet when I do training, I always say, bring the authentic you, you know, bring bring your authentic self out because the world needs you. We don't want another person, right? Certain certain movements also public speaking, even though it's internationally not accepted, certain body language. Again, we cannot say no. Because sometimes certain body language, you know, like people use can be the most attractive part of that particular person to the society. So the ways that certain people use their hands, the ways that someone look, you know, those can be the attractive ways of, you know, attracting the audience. So it's a, it's a different ballgame when it comes to public speaking. But one thing I want to tell you is forget about everything and speak from your heart and keep, you know, developing yourself. So... My story media, I would say, I, I would happily, proudly say that uh, I was one of the worst uh, news anchors in Sri Lanka, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> if you if you switched on the TV and you saw me, or like when I used to read my first bulletin, you might be like, where's the remote? I need to change the channel, right? <laughs> so, the reason is I, I had a, I, I'm a very people person, right? I would love to smile with anyone I meet in my life. Right, even that is a stranger, whether it's the person who's cleaning the toilet or whether it's the person who is sweeping the, uh, the like you know the whole uh, lobby area or whatever, or mopping the lobby area, or it's the person who's uh, who is a CEO or the president of the country. I would love to you know smile and talk, and I, I like networking, but I was not the person to smile uh, with a camera, right? Just imagine you are in just a uh, you know studio and you. There's a camera right in front of you, and you have to smile with an equipment, right? That was not me. I was like, no, I can't be talking to this equipment. You know, I can't be talking to this. You know, it it looks, it feels weird. But uh, so I had the, I had a very fake smile. Uh, so like how I started, finished. So I used to get messages saying like, you like what kind of a fake smile is that? <laughs> Right. And uh, secondly, I was a bit nervous. You know, I was nervous whether I'll be able to read it right, pronounce it right, with it live. 
so then my i used to enlarge my eyes and you know look you know read it like this so i had a little bit of problem that's because i was scared and i remember how a lot of people used to laugh at me i still remember how a particular person came to me and said uh, bernardine why don't you just resign like <laughs> 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 why don't you write your own letter and give it a walk off right so i was thinking for a moment here yeah, that's also true but then i thought why not wait till i get fired why should i ask for my own like you know give my own resignation and run away this is was an opportunity that i always wanted to explore so i thought okay why not i wait till i i maybe they fire me <laughs> and tell me to out so um and and there was a another moment where actually i went to uh, i actually went to a particular person and said uh can you teach me how to read news and uh, he's an amazing person he told me do what you're doing you know keep learning and have your own style you don't have to mm-hmm. learn you practice so I think that was an amazing advice because I think I, it it helped me not to imitate anyone. So another area would be even though I was a boss when certain people were very supportive and when certain people used to laugh at me and you know make fun out of me without helping me right I I believe that a person sometimes make mistakes is because that person doesn't know or doesn't have experience like what you're facing like you know whoever who's watching if you're facing a problem of uh, making mistakes pronunciation mistakes grammar mistakes don't worry you're making mistakes because you don't know mm-hmm. and the fact that you don't know right but make sure that you don't repeat the same mistake again and don't accept that you're not good and sit down and wait <laughs> then it's your problem you need to get up and find ways to work on yourself so that's when i told myself okay i better work on myself because i, I because at that time also i was lecturing and i was a corporate trainer and i was you know developing my little academy i i thought i should not quit because it will not be good on uh, because i should walk the talk because i tell people mm-hmm. not to give up and i can't be giving up i was like yeah. no hope yeah and then after that um you know it was 3 months of tough time and i worked hard and i was i remember i got the chance to read prime time news on 30th december on that particular year uh, and then uh, you know i i i was i was so happy that they are they, they just asked me would you like to read prime time news i jumped off and i was like <laughs> and i think my whole team was like no way i think she kind of messed up 55 not prime time <laughs> and, uh, and then i remember giving a call to my mother all excited and i was like amma you know what i'm selected for prime time news and 30th december and all sorts of you know excitement and she was she was very happy for me uh, but what she said was uh, that's great and uh, you know she t- told it in thing hello though like she was like she's happy and then she was like there are things that people can do and there are things that people you know take time to do so do you have to do this that's what her reaction was mm-hmm. what it meant was she didn't want me to do it because she was scared that i'll mess it up and i'll oh. be fired <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah she was like keep what you have and don't you know uh, you know jump into something too fast because she was like it's uh, 30th december and you're moving into a new year and if you mess it up she was quite worried that you know i'll be very upset on the last you know one like even mm-hmm. though it was i'll i'll mess up the whole year 
So I kind of thought, I just checked my phone again to double check whether I really called my mom or not. And then I switched off the phone. And then when she came to pick me, uh, again, I thought and I told my mother, Amma, it's 30 December. If I mess it up, I have 31st to eat. <laughs> I'll eat. I'll uh, watch a movie. I'll relax. I'll be sad. And I'll think of another industry to work on myself in. Because mm-hmm. it will, it will be done and dusted with my past year. See, I think, I, I think, I know I, I might, I mean, like all these, you know, motivation stories, you might be thinking, oh my God, just trust me. We are all humans. I've been like you. You've been like me. Right? The only difference is if we, we, if we start believing uh, and accepting that we are humans and take things uh, seriously when it's needed and you need to chill at moments where you need to chill. And when you lose, you need to laugh at yourself and cry a little bit okay. and see how you can work on yourself. I think that's how I did it. And then even though I accepted that task, later on I figured out, oh, no, it's live, 9 o'clock, everyone's watching. <laughs> and I remember I walked up to one person. She's such an amazing soul. I told her, I'm, 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 I don't know, I just said yes, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. And uh, she said, uh, just don't worry, it's just one day, 30 minutes, and you're not going to be on air for all 30 minutes. It's just a <laughs> few, few minutes, right? So you, you do your best. And then I told myself, from my childhood, I worked really hard, to be honest. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and my whole life journey, I think it was me and my mom working hard towards goals. Falling down, getting up, learning, understanding. You know, I believe in values. I believe in hard work. I know people say smart work. Yes, even to be smart, you need to work hard at point, right? So um, with all those, I told myself, okay, the the most important, I would say, the thing that changed my life would be confidence, right? Confidence will change my life drastically. I told myself, all right, this is what I can do. And this is how I can do. Like, see, if you're capable up to a certain extent, go present it. You can't be waiting till you become perfect. Perfection will never come. Mm-hmm. You do it. And if you feel you're dumb, if you feel you're stupid, if you feel, if you feel you're not great, that's the truth. That means you're stupid, dumb, and not great. But that doesn't mean you need to stop. You do it, and next time you do become better. So with time, you become even better. So then you turn back and you will, you can even say, okay, I was dumb, but now I'm better. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that, totally. Yeah, yeah, because even if you speak to the best actors, actresses in the world, top entrepreneurs, presidents of countries, everyone had a beginning. Everyone had their own mistakes. Everyone had messed up in style at a point. Right? That we need to understand and live our life. So, so I started, so I remember how I started. I was like, my heart was beating, 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 beating. That day I really understood I have a big heart. So, <laughs> and, um, I, I was honestly worried because you have your mic, your, you have your mic clipped here, right? So, mm-hmm. I was quite worried whether more than my words, whether the audience will hear the, you know, the noise of my uh, heartbeat. <laughs> heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I was honestly like quite worried about it. But uh, yeah, I think, yeah. So I told myself, even if the cameraman faints and falls, even if a bulb doesn't, you know, switch on or burst, I don't care. I'm doing my job right. And I'm going to be very confident and I'm going to do what I can do and I will give my best because I'm not doing anything wrong to anyone. I'm not cutting anyone. I just have a passion. I just like to do it. I like to succeed. And that's a genuine thought. I think that really changed my life. And uh, you won't believe, uh, I think I, uh, Raikam Tillis, uh, with my first primetime uh, news clip, I was able to be selected as top three best English news anchors with my first news clip. <laughs> and I didn't have any other clips to put. It was just two news clips I had. And, uh, and that was a turning curve, the turning point in my life. And then I thought, okay, I mean, if I can put more effort and if I keep working hard, and uh, I can do something great. So then, then uh, next year, within one and a half years, that I would say, I was able to be the best English news anchor in Sri Lanka, Dragon Tiddies. And, um, and I still remember a lot of people used to say, a news anchor can't be a great TV presenter because news anchors are very serious and TV presenters are quite casual and different style. So uh, because I was into uh, the academics and I was into so much of lecturing and all, I thought I want to do, always I make sure whatever the programs I do is something beneficial for the audience. So that's when I started my own program, uh, Business Bureau, mm-hmm. that where I uh, interviewed top business personalities and chairmen. Uh, we did more than 70 episodes. And uh, yeah, from that I was able to uh, win the Best English TV Presenter at Raigam Tellies and become the first and the only president of Wadi as the English TV personality in Sri Lanka. And uh, why I am saying this, I, I, as I told you before, you know, these metal pieces never gets into my head because I believe that, you know, I mean, I mean, we've been for a reason. That is to give back. And one mm-hmm. thing that uh, I believe is, uh, you know, I mean, something my mother told Right when 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 uh, I used to play table tennis, you know, as they dated here, uh, is that uh, I I always wanted to win, right? But then she used to tell that uh, you can't be you can't be like she used to. So I used to go and tell my mother, Amma, uh, can you pray to God that I win, right? And then she asked. Yeah, then she was like, okay, there were around 100 uh, kids. And then she asked me, how many kids are there? And I told a number. And then she asked, from how many religions are they from? I said, I don't know, maybe three or four. I don't know how many. And then she said, imagine if there are four religions. uh, Like, how many kids will fall under one God? So which which child should the God favor? So I was so annoyed. I thought that I'll go directly talk to God and tell her, tell God, you know, help me win this. I need to win this, right? So that was me some time ago. But then she used to, you know, tell me, uh, you know, she used to always tell me, if you lose, right, if you lose, don't be that person who goes and congratulates that person with a smiley face. But inside your heart thinking that I owe in vain, I lost it. Next time I'll beat you. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. you are the greatest or whatever. 
she said if you want to do that don't congratulate because when you win you lost to have people who just comes with so much of jealousy just to say congratulations don't be a fake person either you go congratulate from the heart bottom of your heart and say congratulations and always make sure when a person win right you look at that person thinking that another mother's dream has come true right and the other thing is that another person who always wanted to win and worked hard and wished had won and mm-hmm. then learn from that person work hard and continuously work even get support from them and then your time will come the best the most deserved person will win i think that really helped me to feel content and happy in life right and then when i win she used to tell me always look at the other person in a way how you can help that person because there are some more people waiting like how you waited before mm-hmm. so that that really helped me i think that really helped me in my life uh, like when it comes to public speaking to anything so just to sum up uh, the question you asked i was one of the worst but it it really helped me to become the best and when you are the worst you will have a story to share when you become the best so if you're going through a tough time don't worry work on it right your time will come hmm. wonderful i can't just explain like how i'm like uh, while i'm listening to you i was feeling super motivated and uh, i think i i while you were speaking i was just having a quick reflection on some of the things i'm working on now and like i feel like it's not working out maybe i should try something else but i feel like no i should i wish i should try doing it but maybe from a different perspective okay um so really next i want to like uh, live take it a bit light in terms of the serious conversation that we're having and we can go into a rapid fire question um just for the audience and for the like for the listeners to just know you a bit more better um okay so the first question is if you could spend a day in someone else's shoe uh, who would they be and why could you just be any random person um maybe if i can if god allows me to god <laughs> just see mm-hmm. how the world works and to get a bigger picture of the truth and the reality wow. <laughs> i don't i don't think i've heard that answer ever <laughs> to be in god's shoes yeah because we have different different perceptions and sometimes we're getting a very uh, like a different view but then up there you can get like a complete view and mm-hmm. yeah that's a big deal I think the the best part would be to just listen to what God listens. I mean, to everyone who's praying to Him, my God, that would be something else. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what's the first uh, career you dreamed of having as a kid? Ah, uh, as a kid, I think uh, if I'm to be honest, I would say I didn't have a particular name under that career. I would say I always had this thought of. you know i wanted to be successful so uh, to so that successful the success what i saw was to have my own company so i would say entrepreneur but i didn't know the mm-hmm. meaning of an entrepreneur something <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i wanted to have my own company and then later with time for fun like i always wanted to like read news also also um i i think that's really good to have your career like i'm not essentially the the, the specific way that you would like that but like know from from the childhood perspective that you want to be something all right so if you could win an olympic medal for any sport real or fake what would it be so just any sport uh definitely fake i would say <laughs> uh 
the answer would be uh, I don't know whether they have ice skating. Do I'm not sure. But if they, do, I'm not for sure. I, I am not sure if they do uh, the you know, the skating, the, the the singing, the ice skating. I would like to. Mm-hmm. I love uh, the princess uh, movie final song, but I don't know what you call that. I think that was all some Olympic something. So I like that movie song. So I would like to win that. <laughs> well, all right. Um, so if you if you if you had won if you had just won a million dollars, what would you buy? Million dollars. Uh, yes. If I need to buy working for it and working hard, uh, then definitely uh, I'll have few things to buy. I like telling after I do it, so maybe if I get it and I, if I buy, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay. I, yeah, but if I win it through a lottery or like luck, I would like mm-hmm. to do something for children who need it the most because something sustainable and useful for them because. I I uh, I have a bit of a certain uh, policy. I would say principle. Like sometimes the money I get through luck or you know like kind of things, I don't use it for my own uh, uh, you know mm-hmm. things I like to buy for myself. <laughs> all right, that's 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 a very nice policy. Um, all right, so if you had access to a time machine, uh, where and when would you go? Uh, I would definitely uh, travel the world, uh, beaches, waterfalls, uh, road trips with beautiful souls. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. So this is this question is purely because I know you love sports. Um, so netball or basketball? Uh, I was a netball captain in school, but yes, I love basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so this would be the final rapid fire question. So I want to know, like, what does success mean to you? Uh, happiness is success to me. And uh, being content. Um, yeah. So one of the one of the points that I really catched up on the previous conversation was, uh, it's okay that when you win, uh, you have to celebrate and you have to enjoy. But even when you lose, it doesn't mean that you completely silence yourself from the world, and it doesn't mean that uh, you uh, like take a, a moment back and you you just uh, pretend that uh, like you completely become sad and you sob away. Um, so with that, what I want to know is uh, something. This is a part that I couldn't really touch up on the on the on the first stuff, but I want to know now. Um, so, Pernin, in terms of now, with with everything that that you're doing and uh, with the plans that you have at the moment, what kind of uh, future do you like? Have you planned out for yourself, and what are your goals for the future, and what kind of things that you want to achieve uh, at the moment right now? Uh, thank you for that wonderful question, Arpan. But then uh, something, uh, okay, future, yes, I definitely have plans and goals. And uh, I, I normally have like short-term and long-term goals, which I work for. And something I want to tell you, sometimes with time, things change as well, right? Uh, I will let you know in future what was my future goals uh, now. <laughs> Because I have a habit, uh, if you even talk to some of my friends when I was 18, no one knew the work I do because uh, I tend to keep it, uh, because I I like uh, doing, trying, analyzing, experiencing and doing it and then talking because uh, Mm -hmm. sometimes even though if we tell it right now, like with the analysis and the goals and things, it keeps changing, right? But if I'm to, um, because you asked me that. Uh, I would say in a very simple way, I love motivating people. So anything to uh, do with motivating people, anything to uh, do uh, to transform other people, anything to uh, see the growth of other people and working towards it would be my future goal for sure. In depth, I'll, uh, 
after I do it, let's have a chat about it in the next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Maybe uh, we can like have it going for the next season. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Bernine, like I, I, I think that point exactly. Uh, I, I actually had it was with nostalgia because uh, whenever I used to do something, my, my, my dad especially would used to tell me like, "Our uh, fun, like, don't tell me now, get it done and then tell me." So I, I started developing that habit of not telling people things, even my parents, like not telling them things about what I want to achieve, but I'll just do it and I'll tell them, yeah, this is what yeah. I did. I, I understand like uh, from which background and from what perspective you're talking about. All right. So, uh, since we had a limit of time here, I'm going to ask this question really quickly. And I think this part, I, I, I want to like speak less and I want to give you the opportunity to speak more. Um, so, uh, you know, being a prominent personality, a leading news anchor, entrepreneur and a corporate trainer, and you know, you have risen up the, the ladder, uh, of life itself with your strengths, with your bravery, with your confidence and just that, that belief of just doing things and, and doing it right. Um, and I think there's just many things young people in our country can learn from you. Uh, and if we are to conclude this podcast, um, I want to like know exactly what kind of message you would want to give, uh, the young people who are listening right now. Uh, about uh, uh, just about just a general message from you. I don't even want to like tell you, please speak about this, but something that you probably want to say uh, to the young people who are listening right now as a final message. Sure. So we were talking a lot about communication and public speaking as well, right? So maybe I want to, or maybe you might be having a goal right now, or maybe you are looking at a particular person and maybe thinking that you want to be that, uh, you want to be like that. Or maybe internally you might be thinking that you want to be happy, that you want to be successful, and achieve in life. Uh, I want you to ask yourself, who do you really want to be? Why do you want to be that person? And when do you want to be that person? Because I want you to discover yourself. Because you need to discover yourself first to discover your passion. When you discover that, you'll be able to discover the world. And then I want you to do a SWOT analysis for yourself and ask yourself, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are your opportunities? What are the threats there for you? And if you're scared to go speak, you know, when it comes to communication, presenting, or maybe to voice your thoughts, or maybe present an idea that you have, or you want to pursue a new career, or maybe a business, ask yourself, why are you scared? Why are you nervous? What's holding you back from doing that? And I want you to figure out the real root cause for it and figure out ways how you can overcome it so that you can have a good lecturer, a mentor, or a friend or a trustworthy person that you can really openly speak of and, you know, figure out ways that you can come out of that and, uh, you know, come out of those barriers. And then I want you to always remember the equation, effective communication equals productive relationship. Because if you effectively communicate, you will surely have a productive relationship. And next up is that uh, you need to be confident because first you uh, need to start to go anywhere. So start with what you have. Don't wait till perfection comes to you or perfection happens. So be confident and start and let people think whatever they want to uh, think of you or judge you or say things about you. Because as long as you are doing the right thing, as long as you're uh, doing what you love and love what you do. And as long as you're so passionate about and genuine and you're not hurting anyone, it's okay to mess up. It's okay to make mistakes, but don't repeat the same mistake, but keep working hard because I believe that uh, you need to love yourself first. Uh, it doesn't matter how you look. 
It doesn't matter what your features look like. It doesn't matter from which family background you come from. It doesn't matter uh, whether you're wealthy or not. It doesn't matter uh, what color you are, what caste you're from. What matters is the values, uh, you know, how much of an impact that you want to make to your life and others. And just be human. Just feel comfortable because we are here for only a few years. And the, the number of years we live, make sure that your story becomes an inspirational one to many. That's something I believe. And another one thing I want to tell you is not everyone can win every day. And not everyone can be happy every day. Right? I'm talking from my heart. Right? I, I'm, I'm talking about myself. I mean, I can't win every day. And I can't be happy every day. Because I don't know what I'm going to face tomorrow. And uh, stop comparing, stop being jealous for other people. And I found a formula to be happy and successful every day. And uh, Arfan, do you want to know the formula? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so the formula is if you can, uh, you know, look at someone else's success and feel successful. And if you can look at someone else's happiness and be happy for them. I think you can be happy and successful every day. And you will feel so content when you go to sleep. Wonderful. Um, okay, just to like recap this entire podcast, I don't think from any other podcast I've felt this positive coming into the end. Uh, so what I want to like, uh, what I want to like just recap to the entire audience is, uh, Bernadine talked on some very important topics, which I essentially feel is something that as young people, uh, it needs a lot of, inf- like it, it needs a lot of conversation and it needs a lot of focus on. It's on just being confident about what you want to achieve. And it's just about being um, understanding of who, where you are right now and what kind of effort you need to put into yourself to achieve what you want to achieve. Most importantly, it's about loving yourself. It's about understanding that there are going to be, there's going to be the highs and you're going to have your lows. But it's totally fine to just take a moment and understand that maybe things are happening for a reason and you are where you are right now because uh, you are aligned or you actually put in place to achieve something much bigger. And I want to thank Vispardin for giving this, uh, I don't know, like for me as a listener, like as a listener right now, I've, I've felt really inspired and I've, I've been moving. Uh, I've been moved by the words uh, you've said. And just like uh, I, I want to really thank you because I think a lot of young people nowadays, like I think with COVID-19 and with digitization, digitization taking place, this is an advantage for people to just like listen to these conversations and just be inspired and just be moved uh, by everything that's happening. So I really want to thank you for being a part of this podcast and, and just for your contribution towards Isaac itself. Like you've always been a part of the events that we've been doing at Isaac Sri Lanka. So thank you very much for that. And as we go on, we would love to just see your success story, like take off and just um, be proud of the kind of achievements that you, uh, that you're, that you're doing and like uh, be a part of those initiatives as well. And also, um, you know, have you uh, going with us as we as Isaac also move on uh, to different places. Thank you very much uh, for being a part of uh, this with us today. We loved having you. Thank you very much, Arfan. A very big thank you to Isaac Sri Lanka. You all are doing some amazing work, creating platforms to share their stories and especially to inspire more and to, you know, inspire them to become great leaders and communicators and become successful. And Arfan, you did a fantastic job. I'm very proud of you. I'm very happy how you hosted the whole program. And uh, keep flying high. And to the viewers, keep smiling, keep flying high and keep supporting everyone. So all of us, can, uh, you know, uh, 
conquer together. So start developing yourself because when you develop, your home starts developing and your university starts developing. And when your home and your university starts developing, the whole industry starts developing. And when the industry starts developing, the whole nation starts developing. And when the nation starts developing, the whole world starts developing. And all of us will be able to live in a developed world. So keep conquering, keep smiling, and keep flying high. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, yes. Um, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys took everything, every ounce of that motivation or that courage and that conversation. Uh, and I hope that you actually like look at your decisions right now and understand like where you are. And I hope you're able to push yourself um, towards the goals that you want to achieve and you don't really look back on those things. Uh, as always, it's been a pleasure to uh, host this program and uh, we're going to be bringing some more interesting guests and some more different kinds of topics will be touched upon as we go on with the podcast. If you have been following us so far, uh, thank you very much and just stay tuned and keep uh, stay updated with our page and with everything that we've been doing. And yes, uh, see you in the next one.